0: Hey, this is Chris. Just a quick audio note before the episode or the megasode, depending on when you're hearing this. There's some rough audio in this one. I don't know exactly why. It was recorded a while back, and I don't remember the circumstances. I think the worst is over, but you may have noticed there were some audio irregularities last week, too. You may have noticed some slightly weird editing, getting around some unusable audio. Anyway, I just want you to know that I'm aware of it. I apologize. And just console yourself to know that if I ever release audio that's difficult to listen to, I had to listen to it like a dozen times editing it. We're all suffering here, if that makes you feel better. Anyway, on to the show. Welcome, dumbheads, to MDC, the Mega Dumbcast. In this final leg of Season 5, I'm reading my way through every single goddamn page in The Revenge of Kang, the final module in the Time Warp Adventure series for TSR's Marvel Superheroes role-playing game. And as I do, I'm identifying the dumbest thing on each page. Every episode is one page. Every episode is short. The Revenge of Kang was written by Ray Winninger and was published in 1990. Today we're discussing page 13 of The Revenge of Kang. We are still in the NPCs section, but today we move from friendly NPCs to enemy NPCs. This is where we start to get into some spoiler territory. And in other circumstances, I might have chosen to do the profile of another West Coast Avenger today, but there's one thing on today's page that epitomizes a dumb thing that is all over this section, so I'm going to pick out that one non-spoiler thing and use it as an opportunity to talk about that problem throughout this section. Today, we arrive at the stat block of Kang. His name is listed as Kang, and then underneath where a secret identity would normally go, it says Kang the Conqueror as though Kang the Conqueror is his full legal name, but it's a little long and formal for daily use, and so he goes by Kang, and only when one of his friends sees his driver's license from the 40th century, they're like, your full name is Kang the Conqueror? And Kang is like, yeah, yeah, Kang is fine. Uh, I can't talk about most of Kang's stat block, but I can talk about one entry at the bottom of the left-hand column, quote, contacts. Kang has no contacts. Well, first of all, what the fuck? It's hard to imagine a person with a wider scope of interpersonal connection than Kang. Kang not only knows most of the important people from most of the times in history, he is a lot of the important people from most of the times in history. I mean, you say he has no contacts, but in his early career, he was the Pharaoh of Egypt. Imagine saying that the ruler of ancient Egypt has no contacts, no particular friends or acquaintances. He's the Pharaoh of Egypt, but if he buys a new furniture set for his tomb, to use for eternity, he'd love some help moving it to the pyramid, getting it down those stairs. But he just doesn't know who to call. The, of course, the pharaoh of ancient Egypt has contacts. Of course, he knows people, and that is like the first thing Kang did. In addition, he's like a warlord all over time and space. He knows other time travelers. He has all these different guises. You know, he's gotten involved in different points in the timeline, and and had all these proxies. He's just the idea that Kang has no contacts is like. You couldn't be more wrong, but that's not even the dumbest thing here. It's not the single case. It's the trend. This section contains all of the original five X-Men plus Professor X, the entire 1960s Fantastic Four, 1960s Spider-Man, 1960s Daredevil, 1960s Iron Man, one spoiler character that I can't tell you about, and now Kang. I'm here to tell you that with two exceptions, every one of those characters has a contacts section in their character write-up specifically to say that they have no contacts. Tony Stark, no contacts. Reed Richards, richest man in the world, noted scientist, one of the first couple of people to walk on the moon, holder of about a billion patents, explorer of alien civilizations, no contacts. Every single one, no contacts. Again, with two exceptions. One of them is a very minor character, original to this module, who doesn't get a full write-up. He only gets the briefest of stats. He's basically just a name and a big list of stats at Typical, plus a little blurb about where he appears in the adventure, the most minor of NPCs, so that's why he doesn't have a full stat block. The only other single character in this section who doesn't have a contacts entry that says they have no contacts is Professor X. He doesn't have a contacts entry at all. And you know why, in, in my estimation? It's because when the 1960s X-Men appear in this adventure, it's at an extremely specific moment in their history. Like it's right before an event from a specific comic book. So it's like not even from a specific year or a specific comic, but from a scene immediately before a specific moment in a specific comic book. That specific moment involves Professor X dealing with a canonical government contact of his. It's like the next thing that's about to happen after the scene we play. It would have been impossible to deny that Professor X has this contact. It's part of the scene. So they cut his contact section, because the author was only interested in contact sections that say you have no contacts. There, why on earth would you go to the time and waste the space to specifically state falsely that every character up to this point doesn't know anyone? What possible use could this serve? And you told on yourself by leaving it out with Professor X, you didn't want to write about contacts. You either wanted to take up space, or express that these characters are, for real, the old versions of the characters, even though the stat blocks are virtually identical, by telling us that they didn't know anybody yet. It's false, it's filler, it's an absolute waste, and the absence of this entry for Professor X tells me that you did it with malicious intent. Kang is the last straw. It's about the only thing, I know this is small, but it's like the only thing I can talk about on this page. This page contains two stat blocks that I can't tell you about at all, and then Kang, and I can't tell you anything it says here about Kang. It's not giving anything away about this character to say that it would have been more accurate, more useful, and would at least a little bit, at least a, at least a drop, have justified having this contacts entry for everyone. If you had instead of writing contacts, Kane has no contacts. Written contacts, Kang knows everyone. A minor complaint, but I've got the author dead to rights, and that's all I've got for today. Join me next time when the spoilers are so thick that we do have to resort to discussing a so far unexplored West Coast Avenger on MDC, the Mega Dumb Cast. This has been MDC. New episodes drop every day except for Sundays, when all the previous week's episodes drop in one big sode on the top-secret patrons-only RSS feed. If you'd like to get access to that feed and support the show, go to patreon.com slash megadumbcast. Contact me however you want. I am Megadumbcast on Twitter, Gmail, Podbean, your favorite podcatcher, etc., etc. This episode's music, used under Creative Commons license, is Take Us to the Nearest Starbase by Astrometrics, whose work you can find at soundcloud.com slash astrometricsband.